I'm going to drop my dice on the floor so bad that I need to dive under my desk now. All right. Now that Alex is gone, mm-hmm. I think we need to uh, just sass her constantly about everything. Oh, wait, she's back. All right. Yeah, that sounds good. You didn't hear anything, right, Alex? Of what? Exactly. Perfect. This is Quid Pro Roll, a fantasy live play adventure where a party of unlikely heroes embark on a quest to bring dragons back to their world. What up, rollers? It's your boy, Sound Guy, back at it again with another episode recap. Last time, we saw the whole party talk with that super dope queen of Alaria and get some awesome boons like the aid of Alaria and a magic gem to teleport them to safety. Now, don't forget to multi-attack those like and subscribe buttons and cast Toll of the Dead on that notification bell. See you in the next one. You guys have been on the road back to return to the Glade of the Nymphs and Alden. In your in your new little merry band of thieves, at least for a short time, are Ainine Clariax, the Knight Commander of the Ilarian Knights, and Rain Halbear, who is one of the Ilarian Knights who seems to be very trusted by the Queen. Um, in the last episode, Boat embarrassed himself very thoroughly in front of Leandros. Uh, bringing no small amount of schadenfreude to to that entire episode for me. Um, But you all have been traveling about an hour or two down the road, and it's been pretty much silence. The only thing that has broken the nothingness of your conversations are, like, the clopping of, you know, Snuffles' hooves, the sound of the wagon wheels. You guys can kind of hear, you know, stuff rattling around inside the cart where Cole and Alita are. The rest of you are walking. So, like, a few miles outside of Marine, Solonar is, like, kind of, like, running the math in his head, and he's gonna be like, aren't both of you, like, really important in the nights? is going to turn. Why do you ask? Well, it it just, like... Uh, I mean, I know our mission is important to the nation and all, but, like, we are also just a bunch of schlubs. That's arguably more of the reason that we would need to protect you. Okay, I mean, I don't know. The other knights are more than capable of protecting Alaria while we are gone for what's going to amount for a short time in the long run. I am not concerned about the safety of Marine, and I don't think you should be either. Ensuring the safety of the Chosen by prophecy is arguably, at the moment, the most important job I could have. All right. I mean, if you say so. The Queen is taking this very seriously. Don't underestimate what she is willing to do for this prophecy. Okay, fair, fair. Rain's going to kind of, like you know, brush brush her traveling clothes off from the dust and put her hair up in a ponytail. And she's just kind of like, well, this has been very quiet, given everyone's everything at the festival. I sort of assumed you all would be a little more lively. It's been a long trip up to now. Uh, there's been a lot of uh, curveballs and such. Um, 
I don't. I can't speak for everybody else, but I, for one, I'm sort of uh, enjoying just being able to walk peacefully in my own kind of shame at the moment. Uh, I was going to ask how you are feeling about that. I mean, what it is is what it is. I, I try to live my life with very few regrets. Just wish I'd paid a little bit more attention in this case, but eh, whatever. I am very rarely at a loss for words, but you are charmingly affected by this. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I don't, uh, I have trouble uh, dealing with my feelings sometimes. I'm trying to be better about it, trying to be a little bit more vulnerable. My understanding is that is an issue with your entire group. Uh, yeah, we're pretty uh, guarded folk. Uh, we've been through a lot. Uh, we've been betrayed. It uh, makes it a little difficult to open up when something like that happens. How did that happen, by the way? My understanding was is that there was a kobold traveling with you. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was a, a liar and a thief. And uh, I ended up trying to subdue him when he was betraying us but I was unable to uh, unable to make contact with my javelin, and so he teamed up with uh, a dark dragon priest and escaped. Forgive me. Subdue Look, with a javelin? All I'm going to say, he was, before I go and grab some water, even though I have an endless decanter of it, but it's probably fresher from a stream because I was once told that that was true, is that he's going to come back, he's going to figure it out, I don't think that he betrayed us. I still think he's just figuring some things out. Now I'm going to walk away from this conversation. Johannes has his opinion and I've got mine. Eek tried to steal from Alita, blinded himself, uh, did a bunch of shifty stuff, and then he tried, to, he tried to harm us, tried to escape. So I tried to subdue him so we could get him the help that he needed, but uh, he was whisked away on evil's wing and there was no saving him. That was around the time that Koza joined, correct? Uh, coincidentally, it was exactly the time that Koza joined. Uh, you, were, uh, you were selling mushrooms, uh, and you had a big debt to, like, the mafia or something. Isn't that right, Koza? Uh, yes. Um, you know, I, I don't think we even resolved that either, so... Um, I, yeah, you better not go back to Oshenvar. <laughs> I, I really probably shouldn't. What were you doing in Oshanvar? You're very clearly a Larian. Um, well, I, I was traveling. Yes, often that requires a purpose. Does it require that much of a purpose? Well, if I, I guess if I had to give one, I, I was researching, documenting different mushrooms. You're a researcher. It's not a profession. It's more of a, um, a pastime, I guess, or a hobby, maybe. You traveled an, an ocean to another continent for a hobby. That's quite the dedication. Uh, thank you, I guess. This heat is oppressive. Oh, it's, it's nothing compared to the deserts in Ocean Var. Like, honestly, I am so glad to have trees around and streams and just, like, the green. Having green is so wonderful. How long were you in the desert? I don't know. Long enough to miss greenery. <laughs> it was it was it was more than two weeks, but less than two months, I think. So it's a window there. 
That's a window there, Josh. Well, it's, it's the trouble. The trouble is like all all the days were basically the same. Wake up, hike through sand, be too hot, go to bed. Like that was day after day after day, and it's like you. The scenery's not changing. You're going up and down dunes. There's, it's it's really monotonous and really exhausting. Nobody had it worse than Johannes, though. I believe he ran off to go get water. I hope he is able to catch up. Oh, he's quick. He's a he is a swift lad. We're also it's not like we're we're at sprinting speed right now, like. He'll do his uh, military-style jog. He'll be caught up in no time. So that does lead me to ask, though, what were you all doing before this? From my understanding, you were all brought together by fate. But what brought you all there individually? Well, Boat and I were on tour. I don't understand what that means. You'll have to forgive me. I'm incredibly inexperienced when it comes to wrestling. We were going town to town. Uh, we took the ring and everything with us, and we would put on exhibition wrestling matches. I would sometimes challenge the locals to see if any of them felt they could best me. Uh, we actually made a pretty good living on it until uh, the kobold that betrayed us uh, met us and cheated in his... Uh, match with us and used magic. How long were you two doing this before you met up with the kobold? Oh, gee, Boat, what is it, like three months? Maybe a little yeah, three longer? Or three or four, something like that. How did you two meet? Uh, I'm pretty sure that uh, we met at a bar. That is correct. Um, it was a bar. Alex, what would be a town that's like small-ish, western-ish Alaria? Ayrshire. Yeah, we were, um, we both wound up in Ayrshire, I think for probably different reasons. I was avoiding things. And but what were you doing in Ayrshire? That was, uh, right about the time that I had started just, um, trying to figure out what I was going to do with myself. I realized I wasn't going to be able to jump back into wrestling as quickly as I'd wanted to. So I needed to find some way to A, earn a living, and B, uh, just sort of keep my head clear and figure out what my next plan should be. So I was just getting ready to move on to a next step, and then I guess this is where fate intervened, because then you came along and we figured out a pretty good system. Honestly, buddy, I'm, I'm really glad we were met when we did, because I was in a pretty bad way at that point in my life. Mm-hmm. If I if I'd had my my druthers about it, I probably would have just lost myself in the bottle for a couple of years. Yeah, I know you've talked to me about it a little bit, but why don't you tell everybody else what was going on? Uh, well, I guess there's no real harm in it. It's not like I can be uh, arrested while I'm on this mission. Uh, I had a I had a job go sideways, and um, mm-hmm. well, long story short. Uh, they caught up with pretty much everybody. I got out of my particular life sentence in some count or noble or something's dungeon, and pretty much all that was was one of the guards felt bad for me. So... What was the job? Uh, kidnapping. (laughs) 
You know, I feel like you left that out when you were telling me about it the first time. It's not something I'm particularly proud of. I'm... Who did you kidnap? I don't know. Some noble's kid. You kidnapped a child. Well, it's, yeah. it's called kidnapping. It's not called adult. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's Cole in the cart right now. That is, um... I wasn't particularly keen on doing that job, but, uh... I was kind of in debt to the gang in general. And... That job went sideways, and I was supposed to make an example of the kid, and I opted not to do that. So, I don't know. Alita is going almost fall out of the back of the cart and be like, What? You... Wh- what? Yeah, the, the whole thing is like, if they're not going to pay, you're supposed to make them wish they had paid, right? Because otherwise, you you kind of lose any any standing. Like, if they're going to send town guard, etc., after you, then you need to be like, "Look, you messed up the be- you messed up the deal, and now we're going to mess up the deal as well." But um, I don't know. I I I can't drag a kid out into the woods and just off them. You know, that they can't even really defend themselves. Everyone is kind of staring at you in stunned silence. Yep. K- Koza, you got, you got some no, kind of way? No, I'm just stunned silence also. <laughs> Rain seems to be sort of brushing it off. She's just kind of like, yeah, all these things happen. Yeah. Oh, so, hey, everybody, I, mean... I brought water. <laughs> Thank you, Johannes. Here you go, Snuffles. We're going to give you a quick main bath. From my main horse. Snuffles is going to... She's going to kind of shuffle the water off after you pour it on her like a majestic shampoo commercial. Oh my gosh. (laughs) The snuffle shuffle. Hey, everybody. (laughs) The snuffle shuffle. (laughs) Look, look, look. I'm on a horse. Johannes. Are you going to then jump on snuffles? No, I was was trying to... uh, Well, you know, I was just trying to be cool. Johannes, Um, how would you compare the heat now to the heat in Ocean Vars Desert? um, It's like... Let's see. Trying to compare uh, an hourglass full of sand to a whole heckin' desert. It's a bad metaphor, but you know what I mean. As uh, Johannes is talking, Johannes, your cloak, you feel a little tug at the very corner of it. Gun guard! Oh, it's you. My best friend. It's my first mate. It's it's the small pig from earlier. He seems to be interested in the water you have. Oh, yeah, here you go, buddy. He's going to make excited pig sounds, which I'm very excited for Gabe to have to mix excited pig sounds. Um, Why don't you give Gabe give Gabe something to work with there? Give him an idea. She already has with some of her laugh. <laughs> wow. Y'all are rude. Um, <laughs> Alex is very oinkery with us. That's, that's <laughs> that wasn't so even funny. So you, so you laughed. You laughed harder than everybody else. That was so dumb. <laughs> Yeah. That was so dumb. That was a poor sign attempt at a joke. God, I, you know, there's just nothing. There's. <laughs> we're just, we're just at this point. We're just sowing discontent yeah. with the rest of the group. Gabe, Gabe, go snout out for more players. <laughs> what? <laughs> Can we? That wasn't funny. <laughs> Can we move on? This conversation is a bore. There we go. There we go. Sorry. There we go. That's sorry for being such a ham. There we go. Now we're back on track. Good job, team. (laughs) Y'all are the worst. 
you continue you continue your journey there's a little bit of an awkward silence for a period following because we found out solinar is a human trafficker (laughs) (laughs) well i take that back we don't know if it was a human an elf a dwarf a tiefling (laughs) uh everybody knows except johannes because johannes wasn't there for that reveal probably for the best i'm just giving this pig a bath it's a stinky pig. That's right. That's you. You're a stinky pig. <laughs> Pochi is going to make an offended sound. Hey, man. That's, you know, that's why we give you a bath. Alita kind of like tilts her head. And is like, actually, that makes me wonder, Johannes, what were you doing in Oakmel when the uh, when you met with the others? Oh, man, what was I doing? Gosh, it seems so long ago now. So I had just finished doing some uh, favors for my family. Oh, that's right. They told me. They were like, uh, Johannes. And I was like, yes. And they were like, you must go and and help the people know uh, more about us by doing good things for the people. And then they um, they uh, gave me a map and uh, some, some money, and they sent me off to go and, and try to bring the good name of Volga uh, to the people by, by, you know, helping people with their problems and, and being a good paladin like I'd always trained to do. Your family so, sent you to proselytize <laughs> for them? Yeah, you know, it's, uh, yeah, I'm not the oldest in the family, so. Oh, yeah, seventh son of a seventh son. I understand yes, that. Yes, yes. Well, actually, that raises a question. Are you from a family of paladins? No, you know, it's uh, pretty pretty curious. Um, I am the only Folga paladin. I worked really hard at it. I was pretty excited about that. I got to be the first one of my family to be a paladin. What made you decide that? Oh, there's this one time where my father was like, you should go to paladin school. It's further away from the house than the other schools. And with his blessing, I went on to become uh, the first Folga Paladin. So your dad really wanted to encourage your adventuring spirit from an early time then, I guess. I like to think that, you know, both my parents at a young age recognized that I have a big heart. And they thought, you know what? If he's going to have heart problems later in life from that, he better know how to heal them. And medical school was not for me. Alita kind of like looks at the rest of the party like, am I the only one that's... uh picking up on that issue. Solonar kind of shrugs. So what does your family do if they aren't paladins? Oh, the Folgas are well-renowned as inventors. Create all sorts of things. That thing on your, on your wrist? My probably invented it. I don't know. My bracers? Yeah. Um, Those bags over there? They're probably Folga bags. I don't know. I... Um, Look, this bucket's probably a Folga bucket. That's why it's so well made. Folga bucket. (laughs) (laughs) What is, what are your family really known for, though? Like, do they have, like, one specialty thing that they're, like, super famous for making? Yeah, uh, they, they were the first uh, inventors of various types of plows and, um, mechanical harvesting machines that's actually terribly impressive yeah i tried to make one and i called it death scythe gundam it didn't work (laughs) but i tried they gave me 
Uh, B plus for effort. I mean, that's still a passing grade, so that's good. Right? I was excited. That was my favorite. This is my favorite class. Inventor school. I thought I was going to be just like my great-grandfather. But instead, I forged a new path for myself as the Folga Paladin. So, Kosa, what does your family do? Ah, um, well, my father is the, uh, Count of, uh, Aberdeen. What? What? Oh, oh, you guys, this is such a surprise to me. I've never heard this information before. My, I, I, I knew you were, but really? Why did you leave Aberdeen? Um, well, I, I wanted to, to go on my, the, the trip I was talking about earlier to, um, research, uh, mushrooms and funguses. I mean, I kind of turns. And how did your father feel about you leaving to study mushrooms? Uh, well, um, I'm sure he thinks it's fine. So you don't know? So you left without permission? I guess, depending on your perspective, that could be an accurate way of portraying how I left. Uh, given the missing persons posts that were on, like, signboards in Marine. Uh, yeah, I think it's probably safe to assume that Koza left without telling anyone where he was going. What? Um. Koza's missing? Then who the heck is this? All right, all right. I gotta point out something in case nobody else has thought of it. But uh, has it occurred to anybody that if we are found by authorities with Koza, we will be accused of being his kidnappers? Especially with this guy in the party. He points at Solinar. Solonar shrugs again, and he's like, Oh, it wouldn't be the first time I'd been accused of kidnapping someone I hadn't kidnapped. A known human abductor. What? Like, we don't even know if the noble's daughter was human. It was like four times. Wait, Solonar, you got kidnapped? Uh, four times. No, Solonar did kidnapping. Solonar, you kidnapped the person who kidnapped you? Oh, man, could you imagine? You imagine the look on someone's face when they try to kidnap someone and they get kidnapped instead? What a reversal that would be. Um, actually, Boat makes a really good point. Are we going to get arrested? Uh, apparently not while we're on this quest. I, I mean not by the Alarian Knights. I mean more about, um, are we going to get arrested by Koza's family? I mean... Are we going to be spending time with Koza's family, like their personal guard? Because it's my understanding that uh, the queen is putting a hold on any arresting of any of us. The nobles do have some level of autonomy, though. Well, you know who'd be an interesting person to ask about this very question? Hey, Ainine. Hmm? If, um... If somebody's family, say Koza's, and their personal guard were to try to arrest us, how would that go down? I mean, if they tried to arrest us with, if they tried to arrest you with Rain and I here, we could put a stop to it. But if this happens down the line when Rain and I are not there, we can intervene if we know about it. But I think we need to get some sort of letter from the Queen. That says we get free passage without any kind of prosecution for past crimes. Night. Mm. 
You just got mmmed. Given that one of you just admitted to several kidnappings... Does the queen really need to know about that, though? Wouldn't it be better for her to have plausible deniability in this kind of situation? What's, what's, the, um, what's the limitation on kidnapping, anyway? What do you mean? Well, I mean, like, if I, if I stole something, like, if I shoplifted when I was, like, 12, then that, it, that would never hold up in court now. Like, the, the judge would be like, that's ridiculous. He was 12. That was, like, 30 years ago or whatever. What's, what's that but for kidnapping? I don't think there is one. I think kidnapping is one of those uh, long-term crimes. Well, yeah, but, like, I'm half-elven, so... I can I can wait a while. He's got a point. Elves, good at waiting. Koza, I have a question. Uh, yes? Your trip wouldn't have anything to do with the arrival of Lady Rosemary at Aberdeen, would it? Ah, uh, um, why would you think that? Just curiosity. The timelines seem to be very close together. Well, um, I... I think it was just a good time to begin a journey. Who's Lady Rosemary? Kosa? Um. My understanding is you two know each other quite well. Uh, um, well, um, I guess we're acquaintances? Um, the eyebrows that Rain is showing you right now appear to infer that they might be more than acquaintances. Well, um, I guess if Rain has something she wants to say, she can say it herself. I have nothing to say. I don't know what you mean. Alright, someone's not saying something. I don't know what it is, but I sure would like to know what it is. You need to tell us what's going on right now. I'm tired of these games. Um, We're going to be accused of being kidnappers or something. We need <laughs> to know what's going on. I'm here because I'm on my journey, so you have nothing to worry about. We need to have a discussion about how Chapman's characters refuse to reveal information to the party. I don't believe you. Now that you've said that, I don't think I know anything about Chapman. What have I ever... <laughs> <laughs> what are birds? You mean, what is Chapman? I have a healthy suspicion of party members who are not telling us everything. Especially when they're played by Chapman. <laughs> I just felt like it was the right time for me to take a journey to learn more about mushrooms because really i i had done a lot of research in the area surrounding Aberdeen, and i wanted to travel further so i, I don't see why miss rosemary has anything um to do with that rain is going to kind of like smile and 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 put her hand on koza's shoulder and be like do you think that you're going to compile your research into a book i'd be excited to hear it read it excuse me uh, um, uh, um, uh, is that what people do? I mean, ultimately, what you do with your research is up to you, but I believe that if you could make some kind of fungal compendium, that it would be incredibly useful. God, I love the name Fungal Compendium. <laughs> <laughs> this is my new post-rock band, Fungal Compendium. <laughs> oh um, I guess... That's something I should consider doing. Um, uh, you all can look at other people now. <laughs> Rain is going to kind of turn and be like, that actually 
I hesitate to ask this, but... And before she's able to finish her thought, you guys hear a rustling sound. Uh, Solinar's dagger begins to emit a sharp alarm sound. We're in danger. Uh, all right. Um, coming out of the foliage that tr- that surrounds the trail that you all are on, several bandits emerge, led by one particularly large bandit wearing a single hoop earring. He has five gold teeth amidst his normal, albeit vaguely yellowed teeth and carries a scimitar which he uses to scratch his very scraggly overgrown mustache Solinar points at the largest bandit and is like what do you want and also casts true strike travelers around these parts have to pay a toll where is this a private road it's uh under the control of the flying dragons so did you pay to build it? Ray, uh, Ainine sort of looks and she goes, I'm sorry, your bandit name, your, your your gang name is the Flying Dragons. Your gang name is so cool. I wish I had a cool gang name. Are, are you serious? It's it's ridiculous. Ridiculously cool. God. All right, look, look, friend. It's very clear that this is a public road. And as much as my libertarian leanings encourage me to advocate for the privatization of transport and maintenance, I don't think you've earned the right. So I'm not going to be giving you anything. Oh, I was going to give you all money, but Boat has convinced me otherwise. I'm going to tell you, friend, if you don't pay the toll with gold, we take it in body parts. Body parts sell horribly on the black market. Don't even I pretend. Think, except for kidneys. I, We've heard that those sell pretty well. Solinar, I, I think they're threatening us. I don't I don't I don't think they're planning to piece us out. Oh, I assumed it was both. Uh, well, regardless, I think we're about to fight these people. Oh, I will I'll fight the hell out of these people. Bo draws his great axe at this point. And Solinar his rapier. Alita has already had her mace out. She is ready to smashing. I didn't know this was that episode. <laughs> Johannes Johannes had his bag of, of money out that he was counting, and he's like, oh, let me just put my money back since we're not paying them. I didn't even know that these they couldn't own roads. I keep seeing roads named after weird groups. Uh, Ainine is going to draw her rapier, which is going to glow with sort of an angelic light as it leaves its scabbard. Um, Rain is going to hold out a small metal contraption, hit a button, and it is going to extend into a staff. She's Gambit. <laughs> yeah, her weapon is very similar to Gambit's. She doesn't throw playing cards, though, which I would argue is significantly more Aww. of a shtick. Koza? Uh, Koza casts um, Shillelagh on his staff. Wonderful. All right, guys, everybody roll initiative. Can I roll at disadvantage because I wasn't ready? You absolutely can roll at disadvantage if you so choose. All right, so um, this is the battle order. Rain, Bandit 9, Bandit 3, Bandit 5, Alita, Bandit 1, Bandit 8, Ainine, Boat, Solinar, Johannes, Bandit 7, the Bandit Captain, Bandit 2, Koza, and Bandit 6. How many bandits? Shift question mark. Uh, 10 total, including okay. the captain. How many bandits? One bandit, two bandit, red bandit, blue bandit. I'm glad that that one got Gabe. That that was that was my goal. Really, all you can ask for. 
I mean, with a name that cool, like, I'm not surprised that the gang has coordinating outfits. So dumb. So Rain is going to start up and she is going to run towards one of the bandits and swing her staff at his head. It is going to collide with a sickening crack sound. Um, and he is going to just collapse directly onto the ground. That takes out one of the bandits. Uh, bandit three is going to charge at boat. No! He is, he is going to decidedly miss. Bandit five is going to go for Johannes. Also a miss. <laughs> and then I missed. And then I, then, I, then I swung again and I missed. And then missed. Alita is going to swing and also miss. Uh, bandit number one is going to go for Koza. Koza, what is your AC? It is 14. All right, he's going to miss. <laughs> what is this dice? Bandit eight is going to go for Ainine and miss. Ainine is going to charge for the bandit captain. Uh, it's not going well. It's a lot of... She hits. Okay, thank God. Something, something finally hit. She's going to take her rapier and sort of parry one of his attacks and thrust it into his shoulder. Boat, that's going to bring you up. Um, okay, well, this is just a reaction, right? It's your full turn. Is it? Oh, I thought there was like way more people between in front of me. There was. They all missed. Okay. <laughs> this was very quick because it was like, and I swung and I missed. And all I right. swung again and I missed. Uh, all right. First up, uh, I'm going to rage uh, and then I'm going to swing my great axe. The trend continues of you calmly being like, I shall enter a rage. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now that I'm furious, uh, <laughs> I rolled... A 24. That's a hit. I thought as Which much. Which one are you going for, by the way? Uh, which one's closest to me? Uh, I believe it was Bandit 1. Uh, I'll attack Bandit 1. Okay. How much damage? Uh, that will be 15. All right. He's uh, he's down. So if you want to narrate that. Uh, you're like down like dead? Yeah, he's super dead. Uh, I swing and fully extend my great axe and it grazes him. Well, not grazes him. It. It connects with his uh, rotund stomach and manages to slice it open. Uh, so he starts bleeding out of his gut and he falls to the ground. Gross. Is there anybody else near me, uh, like within uh, melee? Yeah, Bandit 8. All right, I'm going to attack Bandit 8 with my unarmed strike with my leg. And I'll do Boat's patented move of using the momentum from his great axe swing to come back around and do like a Chuck Norris extended kick okay uh, that does not hit so i just go all the way around and come back and plant my foot and i'm ready at the next at the next turn delightful solonar uh solonar is gonna go after the bandit captain since that's who he's got true strike on does he have to like go through zones of control to do that uh it doesn't look like it yes. not as of yet lord i'm glad for true strike Yay, a 17. Uh, that is a hit. And I have an ally within five feet of them. You do? So with sneak attack damage, nine off the rapier itself, plus seven off the sneak attack for a total of 16. Wonderful. Wonderful. Wonderful hit. So you, wanna... so you said you said Inine sunk her rapier into one shoulder? Yep. I think Solonar, like, 
moves up to the head of the group and then mirroring her body position just plunges his rapier into the parallel shoulder. All right, Johannes. Oh, I'm still tying this gold bag. I got it, you know, I've got it tied really tight. And then as I look up, I realize, oh no. While I was tying my gold bag, I didn't realize the pig was escaping. He's running straight towards the melee, which is exactly where he shouldn't be. And he runs through a little puddle of grease and I am gonna try to grab this pig. I am so excited for you to learn what this pig is. Did you say puddle of grease? Yeah, just in the in the road. Yeah, just, the, you know, those random grease puddles that show up on traveling yeah, roads. Yeah, the post-grunge band, Puddle of Grease. Now, <laughs> P- Puddle of Grease is like the sad neckbeard version of Puddle of Mud. Uh, what should I roll to try to grab this pig? Dexterity. Uh, so I roll... With disadvantage, because the pig is now right, greased. Right, understandable. Oh, well, that's a problem. Uh, so now it's a four. You uh, fail at catching this pig. Do I fail into the legs of anyone? Uh, yes, you are going to fall into the legs of Bandit 2. Uh, Watch out for that pig! Someone stop him! He's trying to be in harm's way! So the, the, did this bandit fall on the ground next to me? Yes. Johannes is getting back up and in doing so, he puts his hand on the head of the bandit and he just kind of dunks it. Uh, accident like he's pushing himself up to go after the pig and he dunks it into the oil so he's got a face full of oil why is there just this grease, grease. in the it's middle grease. of the Sorry, road yeah, grease thank you um well you know how sometimes wagons have like a lot of axle like squeakiness and so like you want to fix that but you might get a little overzealous well we're like 20 or 30 miles outside of town at this point right so it's you know Sometimes that stuff just falls right off. Yeah. Most of these wagons are have wooden axles. They still gotta still gotta grease them, right? So they don't squeak and stuff. Yep. Right? I don't think that's a worry with wood. Squeaky wood? No? I'm I'm feeling ya. Alright. Bandit seven is gonna go after Koza. Alright. He's gonna miss. I rolled a four. <laughs> The bandit captain is going to go after Ainine. That is going to be a decided hit. He is going to take his uh, scimitar and wail it down on Ainine's arm. Bandit 2 is going to get up and string his bow and aim it at Solinar. He's going to miss. Koza, you're up. All right, so after having um, dodged out out of the way those two attacks, Koza takes sort of a, se- a deep breath and you see the these spores that have been around in the air they so- sort of seem to th- the air seems to become thicker with them around them um, and that's his turn you gonna tell me what you actually did uh, symbiotic entity thank you You're all right welcome. bandit six is going to charge at koza he's uh, gonna miss but he's going to uh, enter koza's area yeah because i'm gonna use my reaction um, to do hello spores, so it needs to do a con save. It's a dirty 22. Okay, that saves. God, I'm so glad we're continuing this uh, apparent consistency of Koza doing cool things and it never working out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rain is uh, going to be back in the actions um, and go for the, one of the bandits that's going after Koza. Her staff collides with his head. It does not bring him down the same way that it did the other one. So uh, 
one of the bandits going for Solinar. Does a 12 hit you? No, I've got an AC 14. That's a miss. One of them's going to go after a boat. But what is your AC right now? 15. All right, that will be a hit. Uh, so you're in a rage. Uh, he did six damage, so half. Okay. okay. All right, it's Alita's turn. So vines are going to surround her, and not terribly far from her is Koza. Uh, so he's going to have that effect as well. Uh, all of the area around them is now difficult terrain. Bandit 8 is going to go after Johannes and miss. I've rolled a four six times you, in this one combat encounter. Do you want me to bring you another D20? I like how this is going. It's very stupid and it's on brand for us, <laughs> uh, which means it's Ainine's turn. She is going to go after the bandit captain yet again. That's a hit. She is going to do some pretty serious damage with her rapier and is able to duck out of the way of any counterattacks that the bandit captain puts at her. Boat, that brings you to the field. All right. Uh, so how many of the bandits are within melee of me right now? Uh, I think three. I'm going to go, I guess, and do another great axe attack on the one that's closest to me. Mm-hmm. Okay, that misses. Uh, so I'm going to take my unarmed attack. Uh, is a 14 going to get me anywhere on that? Yeah, 14 will hit. Uh, so that'll be four. Four damage? Mm-hmm. Ten to four. <laughs> All right, Solonar. Um, Solonar's going to swing again at the bandit captain. Cool. So I had in my head this whole image of Solonar being like, now it's important that you pay attention to what happens when you try to raid people on the road. You're really milking that rapier's name. Oh, absolutely. I think that still happens, uh, but I did roll a one. You take one damage to yourself. So he's like, he's doing this like really cool flourish. Like, almost like Zorro style, trying to show off. And he nicks himself on the arm, and he's like, oh, no. Ow. <sighs> Johannes? Oh, bother. This pig is everywhere. <laughs> Johannes, uh, again, like, just uh, buries the guy in the grease and gets up. And he goes, and he goes for a form tackle at this pig who's greased. So I'm railing at disadvantage, uh, throwing his body into this melee at people's legs. He's a, you know, halfling too. So anything can happen. So I got a, uh, I got a 15 disadvantage roll. A 15 will catch. I grab onto the pig. It's a tiny pig, right? It's a very small pig. Yeah. And then like, Johannes is like, yeah, I gotcha. And then like, because they're both now greased because Johannes dove and like landed, they slide for a bit. And then they, they uh, do, do we take out anybody's legs? Uh, given how you rolled, I'm going to take out, uh, bandit eight's legs. Yeah. His legs get taken out. And then, uh, and then he, he goes to, um, like get back up after his, his being taken out. And Johannes is like, kiss the pig. And he gives him a quick, uh, uh, pig kiss. And then also follows through with a punch to the face. All right. Roll, roll on arms. It's a deceptive. I got, a uh, 14. It's a hit. Heck yeah. Unarms a D4. Also, I like uh, that we're on a Zoom call and Brandon's head keeps randomly disappearing. Like his shirt and everything is still there. So it looks like he's just his head just vaporized out of existence. Randomly. I maxed out my damage. It's seven damage. Seven. Yeah. That's not bad. That's a, All right. That's a very. Sock him right in the jaw. 
Such an effective pig kiss. Mm-hmm. It was, he, Johannes used pig yeah, kiss. Like, it was super like, effective. The pig. And as soon as the pig gets up in his face and he's kind of like really distracted by it, Johannes's fist comes by from the other side and catches him on the jaw. All right. Bandit seven is currently trying to go for Koza. Has it been a yeah. turn since the last time Koza used his reaction? We're in a new round, yes. Yeah, we're in the next round. Cool. Okay, then um, make a con saving throw. Well, he critted on that. <laughs> <laughs> the legacy continues. Dang it. Yeah, he, uh, he critted on that, but he did get a two to hit, so... Yeah, so Koza continues to kind of nimbly step out of the way of these swings. What are they swinging at him with? Rape, rapiers or? Uh, no, scimitars. scimitars. Which honestly, given their quality and everything, look a little bit more like old machetes. Gotcha. Uh, <laughs> bandit number two is going to get up and hit Koza with an arrow. Finally, seven million years of misses later. Can we say that the arrow actually misses, but when I dodged out of the way, I kind of like twisted my ankle a bit. And that's the seven points of damage. Like it wasn't going to hit, you dodged into it. Sure, whatever. Just take three piercing damage. (laughs) Okay. Uh, But that does mean it's your turn now. All right. So um, I turned to the one that tried to hit me last and I moved my hand through the air and it fills with little spores, and I blow them at this attacker's face um, to cast blindness. Constitution save? Yes, constitution save. He failed! (laughs) Finally. Okay, so, um, yeah, that fella is now blinded. Cool. Now lasts for a minute, but it gets to try to do a new constitution save um, at the start of each of, or end of, sorry, end of each of its turns. Bandit six is going to go for Solinar. He's going to miss. The cycle continues. Uh, Rain is going to go for one of the smaller bandits. Uh, but she is going to call for Pochi. Who, so, Johannes, while you're holding Pochi, he's going to start kind of trying to wriggle oh, away. Oh, I'm throwing him. You're going to th- you're gonna throw the pig? Well, she's calling for him. Um, so as a, re- as a reaction, you're going to toss Pochi? Well, I just punched this guy in the face, and then Pochi immediately, like, responds to the call. Uh, and so Johannes is like, I understand. Don't worry, our victory will come. And he grabs him and kind of takes with two hands and he does it kind of like a, a soccer ball. I almost said football. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and he's like, uh, when pigs fly, and he just goes. Doof. All right. So as you throw him and he sails through the sky, he begins to admit a bright white light that surrounds his entire body. It then decidedly grows a loud clonk as this now five times the size pig lands on the ground. His his tusks have grown into formidable, he's very formidable looking. His fur has grown shaggy and long. He is a full stage war boar. He's a woolly bormouth. He's a woolly bormouth. He's also, he's a si- he's almost the size of a large pony. Since I was throwing him in the midst of battle, is there any chance that I threw him and he turned big and landed on somebody? No, I rolled and it, it was no. I want to give you a fair shake all, for that. But Pochi has entered the bout. Uh, Bandit three is going to go after Johannes. Johannes, what is your AC? 18. Wonderful. That's a miss. 
Uh, Bandit 5. It's a good thing they sent me to paladin school, not inventor school. You'll never hit me. (laughs) Boat, uh, this one's going to be a hit on you. All right, how much? You you sound so sad. It's going to be two damage. That's not too bad. I can deal with that. Uh, It's Alita's turn. She's just kind of looking over at this now gigantic pig being like, what? She's going to swing her mace and club one of them straight in the head. Just just right in his brain. It doesn't bring him down, but it is a decided hit. Uh, Bandit eight is going to respond by going after Koza. Koza, don't you have an effect on you that needs a constitution roll? I can only do that as a reaction. Got it. So he's going to swing at you. Okay. A nine to hit. That misses. That is decidedly... What is happening with this dice? Uh, Ainine is going to swing for the bandit captain again. And she is going to take him down. The bandit captain is going to fall in a flourish of both blade strikes and mysterious white light. What a mystery. Boat, you're up. All right. Closest bandit. Great axe. All right, roll. All right, I'm going to try a different die this time. Fair. Awesome. 23. Yeah, that hits. I figured it did. I'm rolling on my slightly inclined drafting table. Because that went so well for you last time. It did. Well, the time before that, it did. All right, that's 11. 11 damage? Yeah. All right, narrate, narrate, taking him out. Uh, I come down with the great axe. I throw it behind my right shoulder and just come down as though I'm splitting a log and it manages to lodge itself in his uh, left shoulder. And he just crumples like so much aluminum foil. All right. You have your second attack? Yeah, for the next closest guy. Uh, And that's going to be 22. Uh, Yep. So that's going to be five. And the way I see this happening is... Before you do that, I'm telling you, you're taking him out. All right. Fantastic. So the axe comes down on the first guy and just lodges in his shoulder and boat follows with the downward momentum on that. And he goes down to his knee and then he gets his, he, he looses his arm from the great axe, his right arm. And then he comes back up and does like a tiger uppercut on the other guy, but he misses his chin and hits him square in the nose, forcing his nose cartilage and bone up into his brain, killing him. That's biologically sound. It is. Are you okay? <laughs> I'm fine. He's not the one getting his nose crushed in, Alex. Um. All right, Solonar. So first, Solonar's gonna be like, "Hey, nice kill," and then he's gonna like, like slash. Uh, it sounds like there's kind of like a fray all around at this point. Yes. So he's just gonna like turn and slash at the next nearest bandit. Seventeen. That's a hit. Do I get sneak attack on this one? Everybody's surrounded by everybody, so you have advantage. Sweet. Uh, 13, 16 damage. Good God, yeah, you take, uh, he's, he's down. So it just, like, he turns and just, like, with the motion of turning, just, like, draws his rapier down, like, diagonally across the person's chest, and the guy just, like, collapses. That sound, Johannes. Whoa! That pig became a boar! I'm gonna ride him into battle. Absolutely. He has a saddle, actually. Johannes, uh, he runs up to the, the boar, 
He jumps up and he grabs the saddle and so he can pull himself up by the his hands on the stirrup to get his foot into a stirrup and get over the saddle. And then he's like, ha ha, I forgot anything to throw. <laughs> get him. Uh, what is your passive perception? Nine. Okay, you wouldn't notice. So Pochi is going to charge one of the bandits. Uh, would you roll an assist for him? Uh, what am I, animal handling, probably? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, 13. Cool. That is going to push him over enough so that he is going to be able to hit this bandit and just straight mow him down. Huzzah! Get mowed! Uh, bandit 2 is going to drop his weapon and begin fleeing into the woods. Koza, you're up. That also prevent that also provokes an opportunity of attack for you. Okay, I'm gonna take that that opportunity of attack, uh, and completely miss. But so I still have my reg- rest of. The yeah, end. you still have all your stuff. So there's the the blind one that's attacking me, and then the other one. There's one other there that's attacking me, right? Well, the one that's left is trying. The blind one's trying to attack you. The other guy's running away. Oh, okay, and that's the one that I just missed on. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm just going to take a swing at that blind fella. Still miss. And a miss. Uh, Pochi is going to turn and let out a guttural war snarl. <laughs> and charge towards the, uh, ban- the bandit that's going after Koza, but go wide and miss him. Rain is going to begin running after the bandit that is escaping, and Alita is going to follow her, which is going to bring us to boat. Ah, <sighs> okay. All right, who's left standing that's near me? The guy, the only one left is the one going after Koza, is the one about, that's not fleeing. About how far away is that guy? From you, like 20 feet. Boat is getting a little bit frustrated at this point that uh, this is taking us so long to dispatch these guys with the level of skill that we're experiencing or that we have uh, among all of us participating in this fight. So Boat is a little bit tired right now, so he just sort of reaches his hand out and the frustration is boiling up within him and it's almost like a switch is flipped in his brain and it's like something's been unlocked and I need that guy to do a deck save. Uh, 15? 15. 15. Uh, Boat starts feeling like this energy emanating from him. It's it's vibrating his hands, it's vibrating his feet. He feels like it's sort of uh, radiating from him, but he can't quite harness the power right now. So it manages to dissipate without anything happening. Okay. Solonar. Hang on. Oh, you're, oh, you're not done. Yeah. You're taking uh, like 9,000 years. I was trying to explain how Boat was casting a spell. I had to I had to give it a narrative. Sometimes it takes 9000 years to cast a spell. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going to close the rest of the distance and just donkey punch him in the back of the head. <laughs> All right, roll. Uh, that's a 15. It's a hit. All right. The boat runs up behind him his big meaty fist and just smashes him right at the base of his Heck head. Yeah. That's a 7. All right, you you punch the blind guy in the in the back of his head. <laughs> Solinar? Um, did you say the blind guy is also trying to flee? No, there's the guy who's trying to flee and then the blind guy who's just kind of having an upsetting day. Got it. Uh Solinar is going to uh 
drop attention from like as low as low as he can go. So it's like a gentle drop. Um, and then he is going to dive tackle blind guy. Roll. Yeah, it's a net 18. Uh, what am I modifying that with? I gotta say dexterity. So 21. Brings him down. Uh, you hear the thunk of the other bandit getting caught as well. You have emerged victorious. And in the bandit's ear, Solinar is going to be like, you're going to want to give up right now. God, this poor dude is having an upsetting day. All right, Johannes, uh, I'm going to have you roll a dexterity saving throw real quick. Oh, I'm about to be thrown off this pig. No, nah, I did pretty well. Let's say uh, 13. Awesome. Pochi is going to glow uh, with the radiant white light and then shrink back down to his cute tiny size. You're going to land on your feet. Huzzah! And with that, with the apprehension of two bandits and the slaying of the rest, you have emerged victorious. Ainine uh, sheathes her, her rapier with sort of a flourish and looks at you all. I'm actually somewhat impressed. We do a pretty good job taking care of ourselves. I imagine you'd have to if you made it this far. Maybe I was wrong about you. I'm not saying I was. I'm just saying I'm willing to consider the potential of it. Well, regardless, thanks for your help in uh, dealing with the situation. It's much appreciated. Well, we are your bodyguards. Untruthfully, they were nothing. They didn't even land hits most of the time. Uh, they were just, they were taken aback by our imposing physiques and such. Is that what it was? That's what I, that's, that's my theory. Come, if you guys don't have, if you all don't have anything left that you need to get done, we need to make it to the glade. Yeah, I'm down. Yeah, we could. Rain is going to run up to Pochi and kind of like pet his head and pick him up. Thank you, Johannes, for taking care of him. Oh, thank you, Pochi, for taking care of me. Pochi makes a happy, excited little squeal. Just cackling so hard that you can't get her audio. No, she muted herself. Did she? Oh, she did mute herself because she was going to cackle too hard. But she's cackling so hard it's picking up on Josh's mic room. That is that's thing number one. Thing number two is muting herself or not. It is absolutely going in on her audacity. Yeah. It's good news. Oh, it's still going. Oh, now her her whole her whole face is just becoming a bright red color that's only associated with bad sunburns at this time of year. She's wiping away tears now, but they're so saturated that her hands are just coming away, just covered in water. It's just like dripping down onto her shirt. She's trying to fan her face, but that's working equally as inopportunely.
The thing I enjoy most of all is that as the cackling starts, she's doing like Mr. Burns fingers, like, <laughs> excellent. 